for Thursday night, January 18th, 2007. This is episode 11 of the Anime Roundtable. Good evening from Toronto, I'm Mike Nicholas. Tonight on the show, we'll talk a little bit about the licenses made during the holiday break, as well as how we all spent it. Plus, with convention season looming and preparations continuing, the initial guest lists for some have come out. We'll talk about a few of them, as well as make a pitch for this podcast. It's our first show of 2007, and it's coming up next on thecomicden.com. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers, technical host, or any other official associations of this program. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. Akimashite omedetto, or, or congratulations on crossing over to the new year, or or considering the way we considering the way we celebrated in the West, congratulations on surviving the new year. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, first show of 2007, so welcome back, uh, Mike Nicholas, with you. Let me quickly go around the table and introduce everyone. Um, to my left, industry observer James Austin. To my right. Fine arts major and Anime North artist Ali Regular, Angela Jordan, and straight ahead of me, ID Forms Net, ID Forms <laughs> .net, uh, moderator who's trying to pose for the camera, um, Dean Kolak. Yeah, guess who's missing again? Neil Sinclair. We we assume that he didn't survive it to cross over into the oh, year. <laughs> oh, that's very kind, Mike. <laughs> Just wait till we get to the webcast and they actually can see our faces. <laughs> then they'll be troubled. yeah, w- w- yeah. If the budget, if the budget ever calls for it, right? <laughs> well, okay. So how's your how's everyone's Christmas? How's everyone's holidays? I probably had the weirdest Christmas ever in yeah. my long time. Well, what happened? Oh, you're, you're gonna love this story. Let's see. My um, grandfather fell, and so he had to go to the hospital. He had to go to St. Joe's, and that was on Christmas Day at Christmas night. And so luckily he was fine, but the funny thing of the whole thing was that I was the one that drank the least that night. I only had a glass and a half of wine, which was kind of funny. And so I had to drive everyone to the hospital, and it took us forever, like, of course, getting in. How many many trips did you take? Well, just one, but we went to St. Joe's, and everyone was trying to... Yeah, like, and you live in Mississauga, right? Well, no, it happened when they were in Etobicoke, and they're, okay, so near, um, they're near 427 Bluer, mm-hmm. so that's where they... That me. isn't as bad as it sounds, then. Like, yeah, it's for not, reference, but. it's like, for anyone who's listening from out of, out of Toronto, um, St. Joe's is in the, abs- in the western tip of, of the city. Yeah. Uh, just off, actually, you can see it off, off going in on the highway from the west, and it's like reasonably close to the CNE. Yeah, to the well. Canadian, to the to CNE, uh, so Etobicoke is also in the west, so it's not a, as long a drive. Yeah, it was kind of cra- it was minutes. crazy though because like no one's there in the waiting room because it's Christmas, right? And we <laughs> still, still waited eight including, hours, including still the employees. Waited, we still waited eight hours, and there were funny people like there were the homeless people kept on coming in, and it was the same guys asking us for change. We didn't have anything for the vending machines because nothing's open mm-hmm. on Christmas and Boxing Day yeah, morning, that, right? That, I've, I've driven through And New so York it was State funny because Christmas. one of the guys, we think he was a priest. We're not sure. He could have been a priest. It's, Saint jo- it's called St. Joseph's Hospital. It's a possibility. <laughs> and he, he gave him some money, but we had nothing. And like at the eight or seven hour mark, 
before we were finally uh, going home and they said my grandfather was fine, the funny thing was he fell on his head, yet nothing was damaged. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. and I, I, I don't want to even know how that is, but we just said that. He said his head is hard as rock, so who knows. But anyway, everything turned out fine, but it was just crazy sitting there Christmas night, Boxing Day morning, trying to like remain calm and homeless people coming in asking you for money and like the eighth hour you're just like buddy i've seen you for like the eighth or tenth time why are you talking to me he's looking for uh, you know hourly pay you you think you think that by like the ninth time and we're like the only people there that they figure out we're not going to give them money yeah <laughs> Not not to say anything against that. It was just kind of an interesting Christmas. Like, uh, Bottom line, how's your granddad? Oh, he is fine. He basically, uh, they took him home, and basically the good thing from this, the star shine of it, is that they finally gave them home care, which they needed. <laughs> so this was the great thing. You know, the go- yeah, you know it's a reactionary government, right? <laughs> so. Well, it's kind of that thing of Most our grandparents and our parents got old, and no one wants to be taken care of. No one wants to admit. They need the help. You know what I mean? Yeah, but no one's there and to so, really help, you know. And fund sometimes it. we got to remember to ourselves that if we need the help, we have to go and ask people. We got to swallow our pride, and many people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Especially with the aging population. Yeah. Okay, that's your story. Well, I was going to interject and say, you know, um, <clears throat> everyone should consider that, you know, eventually one day we'll be in the same place where, you know, we'll be in the position of where our grandparents are. Yeah. You know? That's the sad part. So, you know, I respect it now because otherwise you don't expect too much later. You have a story? You have something from Christmas? Well, my Christmas and New Year's were kind of pathetic. The only interesting thing I did other than sleep, eat, and drink Mm -hmm. was finish Final Fantasy XII and... Related. Hey, that's related. I was kind of disappointed. It it was good up until uh, about 60% of the way through and then I guess it hit its climax early because afterwards it just went downhill. Really? Mm. And uh, the ending was... I got to unwrap my copy, by the way. Well, or more, more like I didn't. I think my sisters did. You know, they get to anything <laughs> in my room. It's, it's a good game, but uh, yeah, I had high expectations, and those high expectations were not met at all. Yeah, but then, then maybe that's unfair, too. The name Final Fantasy just has that habit of raising expectations. It's kind of like when you stick certain names with anime uh, in anime on, on them. It, you, hit, you put... Like, we said this about Miyazaki last term, right? Or, like, in the fall. You stick his name on it, and the expectations, like, go tenfold at least. Yeah, you have to have yeah. guarded optimism with this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funny yeah. thing, yeah. though, is I think I heard that, actually, critically, it was a lot, well, like, better received than previous ones. Te- and 12? it was 12, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing, I'd though, say I, my, my perception was no, no better or worse. I'd say there was a little bit Probably better, better for, than a little, a little bit better. Well, but the was thing PC, was, so. I, from what I heard from well, some places, is that a lot of people like the change of their battling system. Whatever you want to say, going towards the more MMO type thing, and people wanted to stay more the traditional. Uh, how can we say turn based? Personally, I liked the the fighting system. It's just the story could have been a little bit better. You know, I was just talking to someone earlier, saying that you know, I kind of hope that maybe maybe the story. F- in the U.S. version was maybe you know just problems with localization or something. I have these this little bit of hope that maybe the Japanese version is slightly better because it's just it was just bad at parts. But like the music was good as is as is expected from a Final Fantasy title, and battle system was good. Although apparently for the next set of games that are coming out for PS3, they're reverting back to the 
like Final Fantasy X and IX system. I heard that they're going to re-release a few game, a few of them. Yeah, twentieth anniversary mm-hmm. of Final Fantasy this December eighteenth. This year or this past? This year, 2007, okay. and they're going to be releasing Final Fantasy 1 and 2 for uh, the PSP. And apparently the only difference between it and the GBA version that was released uh, a while back is there might be like um, a few more CG movies and uh, character, de- character designer the character designer of Final Fantasy for the earlier games, yeah, Yoshitaka Amano. Apparently mm-hmm. is, there's going to be some artwork of his, but... Although, the one interesting thing is this month's actually Final Fantasy VII's 10th anniversary, so I'm wondering if they might announce well, something. Well, that, they've, constantly, they've constantly like rumored P, uh, a, ver- a remake on PlayStation 3, on PS3. Yeah, and they did have that tech tech video for like a for the longest demo time at, at one of the game shows a while back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it was it was pretty good. We expect it. I mean, it's, it, I think it's just a matter of time. And and believer, and it's funny enough, it's a it's a re-release that may end up being the first killer app for PS3. Which could be funny enough, right? So. Could be. Oh, that's awkward. Story? You got a story or something to share um, from Christmas? I had a pretty good Christmas. It was really relaxing. I baked. I mean, you went back a home. Lot. To, you went back. But you what? I baked a lot. <laughs> a lot of delicious things. Hey. And then I ate a lot of delicious things. Mm-hmm. And I marathon monster. Oh, marathon monster! Wow. 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 How, long, how long did that take? <laughs> Many nights. <laughs> Enough nights. Well, so how many yeah. episodes is that? Like seventy something, right? Seventy. I just couldn't stop. It's just so good. It'll be the year. It'll be the year of Urasawa. At least with with, with mm-hmm. when Yawara starts coming out a little later this year, and then yeah, Monster really? and Monster. Um, I think the Monster live action movie continues its pre production. Yeah. So this should be an interesting year for mm-hmm. um, anything related to Urasawa. Yeah, he's also started mm-hmm. restarting up. I think Twentieth Century Boys his most recent manga because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it stopped, and then now he's did it, starting did it, again. Did that get picked up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah this picked it up, but there was there was uh, he had an issue with uh, releasing it at simultaneously with Monster because his oh yeah, that's right because he because worse in Monster and than he wanted and 20th. he he didn't want to like you know um, but that made no sense actually because in Europe they released Monster like first kind of but they released 20th Century Boys like I'd say a few volumes after they started releasing Monster. So it's kind of like really weird of him to say, okay, we shouldn't do it in this region, but it's fine for that region. You know what yeah, I mean? Well. I guess the, kind market, of weird. the market I mean, this is, is bigger here than it is this in is also uh, like Europe. A, like You have to also have to requ- uh, respect the author's wishes in yeah. to many yeah. respects. And this is like, this is Arasawa's apparent wish concerning these releases. And what was the issue? I, was it his art? His artwork was uh, improved like uh, during the duration from Monster to 20th Century Boys. Okay. Apparently his artwork improved. Or yeah. something. The, I get my, that. My understanding was it was just a matter of the quality of his artwork was worse in Monster as compared to 20th Century Boys. Yeah. But Monster no is what, like the more well-known title right now. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But well, no that's matter- because the anime's there's an anime for it mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's still the still the two I would I'm I would pers- I am personally waiting for still haven't been announced, which are Yawara and Happy. The judo and tennis ones. <laughs> yeah, tennis I, I, I'm, I'm doubting that's ever going to come. No, I doubt it, it too. Would, it would. You are like you, with your with the anime coming out here. You know, chances are a little better, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we well, say ne- but never say, say never because there's been yeah. some strange li- uh, licenses. Yeah, but but much like Kimigori Orange Road, which is facing the same situation, it, um, the release a release of any of those of either core or Yawara is probably in Viz's court. And of course. So we'll see what happens there. Um, okay. I'll, I have two quick stories, and then we'll get to the get to the business. Um, first of all, uh, I, I keep mentioning periodically off air. I had uh, my two uh, pet birds, right? Uh, love birds, right? Yeah, a pair of love birds, uh, mini parrots. 
they had just before Christmas they started laying eggs and they've hatched over the last couple week or last week or so they there were five eggs one of them broke upon a, upon Lane because she laid it outside the cage and it broke <laughs> um, uh, the three uh, and the other four did hatch unfortunately sadly the fourth one didn't live lived just over 24 hours and then died oh. so I, I I spent I spent yesterday in the snow trying to find a place to bury it and we ended up burying it in our in our backyard garden but boy that was that was kind of rough because we, we did something like that smallest. when I was small too yeah. it was the smallest of the of the of the um, four hatchlings by far and I I thought it would I hoped it would survive but I, I it didn't and you know I probably got trampled on maybe by the parents but for whatever reason got rejected and didn't even barely lived like 24 hours so it's kind of sad there so, but the other three are, are strong and fine to this point and uh, and it seems like the mother seems to be constantly putting the father do, father through chores because he's the one that looks the most messy <laughs> kind of sad actually okay the other story was um, after the break when we started the break in December like in a four-week period I think I visited Pacific Mall the Pacific Mall area to do uh, Christmas shopping I visited Pacific Mall probably four or five times in the last month and probably th four, uh, three of those times in the latter two weeks uh, the latter two weeks of the month um, did some did my usual Christmas shopping or some Christmas shopping there and um, for reference I did not throughout the other first 11 months of 2006 I didn't visit uh, the mall more than probably three times in the first first um, first 11 months and then the last month I visited five times so uh, this may I don't know if that's what that might say um, and I know and we have to bring this part up uh, we met we joked around about maid cafes at the end of last term and we found out Neil hinted to us you know the last time we ever saw him um, that there was a maid cafe in that area and yeah I visited it a couple times so have you actually got in or just passed by? I, I passed by it once and I, I actually had lunch there a couple times yeah a couple times <laughs> my sisters dragged my sisters in there once or twice so and uh, and um they didn't like you know they're they're always they're those two i give them credit they're open-minded so you know didn't so they weren't actually freaked out by it not nearly as much as my uh 31 year old cousin who, who visited from New York we, and we just passed by and on that one that was just the drive-by and he, he and he was able to see inside <laughs> that was enough for him <laughs> let's go home Mike let's go home they're so, serving you food yeah it was funny, it was funny though like on, on that like um first of all what I know um I visited that so I know you visited the place Dean during the break because you have pictures yeah you saw the pictures uh, you know, check the notes. We'll we'll put them up. Um, what was your take on it? Um, um, it was an all right place. I mean, I guess from like you know hearing from all the like in the industry and stuff about like the made cafes in Japan and you know how it's, I guess more of like a cosplay like with the actual maids, right? You know, they they're like <clears throat> towards the customers, they're like you know uh, more subservient, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I, I had a bit of high King's expectations. Treatment. Royal treatment. Yeah, the royal treatment, right? And it was just hand and foot royal treatment. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with the cafe itself. It was it was all right. It's just just that it was just an all right restaurant. And At no point will I say job. Never mind. I'm sorry. I was thinking. Um, the interesting thing though is that the owner of it is actually a student at the university where we're 
yeah 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 he mm-hmm. taped yeah that's that's the funny part and uh you know we hit i i quickly hit it off with that guy because um we were able to because um i'm a I, i'm an alumni from this school and he's he's a, a business major from china the guy who, um, from the same school, and he's on sabbatical. The, the thing that I'm surprised by is I thought he was a graduate because uh, in one of our local uh, newspapers it, that I read an article about it, it I, I thought it implied that he was a graduate. And I was surprised when he told me that he was still a student. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's probably raking in quite quite the dough. I'm not so sure about that, but he's certainly being noticed. The restaurant business is, is an iffy business. It's kind of hard to quickly make money. No, no but what I mean, you, what what I mean you, raking in dough, he's, he's probably making a profit. Um, I'd say he's getting more customers with the free advertising through yeah. the Star, the Globe, and all, all this, this other. Yeah, that, like I think like he's, he's gotten he's gotten he's noticed. On ANN, wasn't it? He was. He's been mentioned on Anime News Network. Um, nice guy, really nice guy. Uh, very approachable. Um, we hope to do an interview with him. He's agreed to do an interview with this show somewhere along the line. So we mm-hmm. hope to be able to do that within a month, uh, within the next month, and we'll certainly have that uh, have that on here. That'd be interesting. It'll be interesting because I want to, you know, we want, you want to pick his brain as to why he decide, like, why he wanted to ultimately do this, like, because the, because there's always a lot of big questions as to whether or not this business would work, such a thing would work uh, here. That's true. This like, is probably uh, one. Of the, I guess, yeah. although I guess, for what it's worth, this is probably one of the better places to at least try it. I was thinking like it's more multicultural here in this area. Yeah, considering so the multicultural there. nature of this city. But here's the, here's the here's the interesting part I have to mention about my visits there. I visited there during lunch. Okay, I get to visit that place during evenings. I'm told that most of the teenagers, like the young crowd, will come in during evenings. It's a bubble tea house as well, so you know people go in there for that. Um, I visited during the afternoons and during lunch, and I had lunch there. The clientele is a little bit more diverse at that point in time. You will see, you know, you will see your usual like lunch. Cra- you'll see a, a lunch crowd from nearby businesses because there is like a good bunch of businesses in the in this in that area i think ibm's canadian headquarters is about five minutes away toshiba has their canadian headquarters not too far away also except and i can go down the list uh, but it is a bit the, the area is a big business area on top of that um you see a couple of middle-aged couples and a couple senior couples interesting Th- this is interesting because you know yeah i the first the first thing that caught my attention was there were a couple old men i have to note that their wives were with them as well so, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> probably keeping them in check. <laughs> I have any word. Somebody, one of us was thinking that anyway. I'm pretty sure those listening to this are thinking that too. So we must just put it on the table now. Oh, and, and also one other thing. I, the, the day I took my sisters there, we went to Pacific Mall, and my sister came out, and my youngest sister, my 16 year old, who's the answer, who's um, the announcer of this show, you'll, who you hear, whose voice you hear in the disclaimer, she bought a Nintendo DS also, but she bought the baby blue one. The ice blue, which I heard is hard to find. Is, I don't is, think is it's released in the US. No, that's that's probably why. That's probably why it's hard to find. It's not. It, you can only get it on an import, and she got it, nice. and apparently got a half decent deal on it from my, from the number she told me. Um, mm. But she got that, and you know she's going to wave that around because uh, nobody has. Uh, because I think the only colors available in North America are red, white, black, and red. Red, white. It's black. pink actually. Pink. Oh, pink, black, uh, pink, white, it's, and black. It's yeah, pink. White and black. Those are the only three. No blues. No shades of blue. No. It's basically white iPod color, black for the guys, and pink for the girlish men, I guess. Or for the girls. Or, uh, and, and then... <laughs> well, and then, we all know what they two. think about the video game industry. All those guys. Yeah, sure. The thing is, there are two shades of blue, and I think the lighter, the, the ice blue is considered more rare than the navy blue. 
That's interesting. So, I, so I, I honestly didn't even were, know that there was, there was there were two a blue colored. There are two shades of blue. There are two shades of blue. Which one did she? She got the lighter one, and that's the that's a more rare one. So she's happy with it. I think she's on crack, but um, probably sooner or later once they bring it over to North America. But, uh, but the thing is, the thing is, if I ever, like when I buy another iPod, I, people will start thinking I'm on crack. So I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't. I should shut up. Yeah, I think I'll shut up. And oh, actually, let's get. Actually, we should get down to business now. Okay. So um, with that, uh, yeah, I hope everyone's Christmas out there was nice, or holidays, or whatever version you celebrate. Anyway, we should get started. Well, so much for so much seemed to have happened while we were away especially in the licensing department. Here we are thinking that the Christmas season is pretty much dormant in terms of pickups, and instead we end up with announcements concerning the pickups of some of the more hotly anticipated titles I've personally seen in a few years. So let me quickly point out the three most noteworthy. The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya got picked up by Bandai Entertainment just before Christmas. Viz confirmed they have decided to take the Death Note anime, and they announced that just after the new year, and Genion, through their podcast and anime news network, confirmed the pickup of Rosen of the Rosen Maiden anime last week. Perhaps the fact these titles were picked up weren't a big surprise. Many thought that they would have been coming, and many hoped it would be soon. But there's a lot of other aspects about the news that were quite unique, and I think that's kind of worth talking about here. First and foremost, is probably the most unique out of all of them, uh, Harui. That really caught my attention because um, I think uh, I think um, they started like the first part of the campaign was on the anime on DVD website. They did a bit where yeah, every, was uh, every S and O was yeah. like redded out, and if yeah. you click, and it was a hyperlink. So if you clicked on it, you were yeah, sent to a, 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 uh, a SOS brigade, an SOS brigade, yeah. an SOS brigade site with a picture of uh, was it the logo or Harui herself? I think it was Harui herself saying coming on coming on um fr- on December 22nd. Or you mm-hmm. want to say something? I was thinking, did, was it Live Journal or where was it? They did like an entry there as well. That I was think it's MySpace. But, no, but, but the thing is, the thing, yeah, it was, it was, it was a MySpace. But I think the MySpace came but a little let me, later. But, but the thing is, that came on the 22nd, right? Mm-hmm. So we knew, we, but we just saw like either, I think it was a, a picture of Harui and it was, or something and said coming November, coming December 22nd. Or I, I'm not sure if it, if it said like coming. It was kind of like a alluding to some kind of announcement. Yeah, but and I know some fans were like everyone what, knew. What, everyone what it knew was. it was it was going to be who he was about to be announced, and I, an even bigger shock, you know, was, was who who ended up with it after all. It was Bandai out of all, it, which came to us as a surprise. Like, uh, um, I think during our last show, or so, I might have mentioned before how uh, Kuroro Gonzo, um, which is like a. Um, I'm not sure if you if you guys are familiar with it. It's like a comedy which has lots of like references to Bandai stuff, like uh, Gundam uh, models and stuff. And it's about like a frog. Which title? Repeat the title because I missed. Kuroro yeah. Gonzo. Okay. It's, it's the they call it Sergeant, Sergeant Frog. Oh, Sergeant, Sergeant Frog. Frog. Oh, okay. it's, it's, it's thank the, you. It's thank the one about you know the frog like, who's trying to take over the world or whatnot. And that that was a title that if anyone would pick it up, it would be Bandai. I think ADV got it right. Yeah, ADV <laughs> got it. And they announced it through their website. What, what, what's what's yeah. really funny about it is you would expect Bandai to pick up Kuroro Gonzo, and for 
the melancholy of Suzumiya Haruhi to be picked up by ADV. It just especially seems like an ADV since, title, especially since Kadokawa owns it, and they've had like partnerships with ADV with the two Texas companies, ADV and Funimation. Well, the yeah. thing is, we gotta remember Kadokawa actually owns both that and Full Metal Panic Second Rate. They're just giving it to them to localize. To, to localize. They, they decided distribute. not to pull a toy and just screw everything up. They decided, actually that's probably okay, a wise we're gonna, move. We're yeah, just going to let the real American and North American players who know what they're doing do what they do, so they can sell our product and mm-hmm. we can't screw it up. But the thing is, of course, we knew it was probably going to be a high price they had to pay. And of all the studios, Bandai basically hasn't really had anything coming out. They haven't really yeah, that, put much money note. out for certain one, things. Yeah, so. the only thing to note, the one thing to note about Bandai is they've been very much off the radar for the last, you know, last year. Um, but the only like the last pickup they made was Eureka Seven, or the last mm-hmm. pickup they made of that made any news, and, and that was a kind of at the time that was picked up. That was like one that, of the that's, more, that was nearly like two years year, ago. A year, I think it was like a little over a year ago. Because the, the, the series ended last year. I think this year their biggest ones have, as you said, Eureka Seven. They've got really good packaging. And yeah, they stuff. had a license since it was since it was uh, aired. So whenever it aired, I think it's it, at least two years. But that, but this might this is it's still my point. They have they've been very much off the map. And like the the only mm-hmm. other thing I could think of that they've licensed is Mahime. And Ghost in the Shell, don't forget because well, that's yeah, I, it's hard to it's hard to really count the Ghost in the Shell. No, no, Bloodbusters kind of and Bandai. Know, the people so. saw that sort of that one coming, though. So they like in, in my no, this, this, this Bandai is the one that's separate from the other one that's releasing. Uh, it, yeah, yes, we'll, yes, we'll yes. refer to Bandai. The, it's no, Bandai, Bandai Visual, the, right? That's the Bandai one. Visual. Bandai that that uh, this Bandai Ent is like this is the one that's been around for for like the better part of a decade. Bandai. Bandai Visual or Bandai U- or AKA Bandai USA, they operate separately, very separately. I mean, they don't even give Bandai America a chance at their own at the licenses, and they they release stuff separately under the under a label called Oniamis. So based on the Wings of Oniamis uh, movie that um, Gainax did years ago. So they're, they're also the ones that are releasing Gunbuster, right? Yeah, they're yes. the ones that will do Gunbuster. They've done the Pat Labor, the two Bat Pat Labor movies already. So it's just I just wanted to make sure I. Had the right one in my mind. Yeah, that it was Bandai Entertainment. Bandai Ant. Yes. We'll just go, yeah. So from here on, you know, the Gundam Bandai in the U.S. Bandai Ant, um, Gunbuster, Bandai <laughs> Oniamis, Visual. Bandai Visual slash Oniamis. Actually, since you just mentioned Gundam, the only other title I can think of is they picked up the Zeta Gundam movies, which was in October of last year, but. Nothing well, really major. Nothing that's, major in the sense that, that that appeals to a large group of people. Like uh, I mean, yeah, stuff like Gundam will appeal to you know the but, guys that are into. But the Gundam. other side is is it's a Gundam announcement is kind of anticlimactic because of that blanket announcement they made made years ago, saying everything Bandai will eventually come one time or another. So really, that was kind of a it's non not a surprise. Non-event, non-event it's not a surprise at all. all. All they just do all they just do is announce a release date or a release fr- time frame, right? So. So as I said, Harui is probably one of the more like Haru. You can just debate whether or not Harui is a is it has broad appeal, but it certainly has strong appeal. Oh yeah, like uh, mm-hmm. over some forums that I go to, I think maybe Anime Suki being one of them. Some are alluding that it might be able to reach the popularity in the U.S. and Canada as Eva did back in the nineties. Wow, that's a stretch. Speaking <laughs> of high expectations, I mean, I personally don't think that it will, but I mean, it's just something to throw out that I've read from some people. Um, it's otaku centric, though, and it was more just sci-fi, and a lot of people can make the jump from like Star Wars, Star Trek to sci-fi anime pretty easily. 
but not to the show, not to shoujo and otaku shows, stuff like that. Yeah, this one is more like yeah. if you were into Genshi Ken, if you were into Comic Party, you're likely again to Harui. Mm-hmm. And those are and that and that's that's limited in the, and it's limited in that sense. So I'm, that's not, why I'm, not, I I'm not too sure about that because there's like most of my friends aren't really too much of the anime these days, and they all loved Haruhi, and they they weren't the type that would really like Enchikan or you know other conventional titles, and they just found Haruhi to be amazing. I'm not mm, sure I, I if it would be mainstream though. That's the thing. Like we can understand where it came from in Japan with the novels and all that, how it built itself up. Yeah, actually, that's, that's, the thing, America, that's the one thing I'm really surprised about that. Uh, a few months ago, there was rumors on an anime news service that um, <clears throat> the companies that were negotiating for the rights to Haruhi were looking for a huge package, like the anime, the novels, potentially yeah, the manga. Yeah, actually, and that's a very, actually, very good point, because the novel, because the license, as far as we know about it, only covers the anime. The nov- the light novels, as the, ter- as the term is becoming known in North America, light novels, I think... Um, Seven Seas did that. Or I was I was thinking of that's uh, still that's still pending. Maybe they're just going to wait and see how it does. The anime? Yeah, that's a fair but statement. That's interesting because Bandai has their manga division, mm-hmm. and it's even that's been related to. Have um, they even released Eureka, anything yet? Eureka Seven. Eureka Seven. The, oh, that's and the only manga which, they've released. And oh. this year it's which was it Witchblade or which I think it's Witchblade, isn't it? Is that the, uh, another Bandai title? Or is that a light I, novel? It's um, manga volume, manga version they're releasing. Then the American comic book version with it all colored is being released by Top Cow. Okay. All right. Which but is kind of it's a really weird, interesting mix. But the it thing is, is the thing is, like, it would be it would have been interesting to see if Bandai ended up with it because ended up with um, the, the novel mean? because it could it's one of those fla- it could end up being a flagship title. For oh, for the label for for their manga label, uh, even though it is a novel, but you know, for for our purposes, you can kind of interchange them, and and I always think and I, I and in my great theory of what makes a successful manga label is to always have a couple at least one good flagship title. Um, that's what Hal helped Delray years ago, a couple of years you ago. You mean with Negima and the clap yeah. titles? Yes, it always mm-hmm. it always helps to get like because personally, personally, title. the two that Benai has, they don't seem to be flagships. I mean. No, no offense to Eureka 7, I personally like the anime myself. I've never seen the Witchblade, you said? Yeah. It's definitely not a flagship title, though. That, yeah, but uh, neither, neither, neither are flagships, right? But, you know. Theirs, I think, is more of kind of the niche type of thing where they just kind of release it when it happens because I think they probably did a 180 when they decided they wanted to do manga a long time ago. We heard the announcement, nothing happened until like well, this year, it's, kind it's, of. Mm-hmm. And there was what that happened manga is a bit of a bust with manga and there's already enough back. manga out there with ADV flooding the market and just the manga bust and everyone's just like okay we have to get the real titles out there and we have to pull back because the bookstores aren't going to stock every single one we send them oh, every two I'm months. Actually since, since uh, you were mentioning earlier when I'm Mike with the whole Gundam thing and you know if it's Bandai it'll come here. Since they have a manga, manga division I'm kind of disappointed that they haven't released any of the more niche Gundam Mangas. Yeah, that's kind of a surprise. But then again, it might be like uh, it may be something that they that's not necessarily in their hands. I thought I heard that Gundam after Gundam Wing, Gundam Wing was a success all over North America. But the other Gundams yeah, were successful in America. Supposedly they were successful in Canada. Yeah, I've mentioned but that. But Canada, before. as we know, isn't going to be a major player anytime soon. So it's kind of like, are we going to really release like the these the, 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 you see the, the most the most recent Gundam Seed series? It's apparently being. It's going to be aired on YTV, but not in the states. Yeah. Hmm. So, so you mentioned earlier. Oh. mentioned earlier. 
Speaking of which, I remember, I remember seeing uh, recently some commercial on YTV about that anime news channel there. Or the anime on. anime channel? Anything yeah. more new on that? I think I saw a commercial the other day. Probably I was just, just wondering if, if probably just to promote the application, no, but there's nothing else that I'm aware of but, at this point. Um, actually, I was thinking of our other licenses as well. Oh, um, let, I, I do want to just quickly on back on Harui before we move well, on because we, we have to talk about the unique nature they've been going about it since yeah, then. They're being really smart about they're it. They're really being mm-hmm. interesting because they're making, keeping this as interactive as they could. Mm-hmm. After the 22nd, that site became a MySpace blog supposedly mm-hmm. with... Not, 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 not the ASOS Brigade. It's just a really simplistic site. They've the interesting thing is they've actually been posting up like uh, sound clips of various different mm-hmm. voice actresses for yeah, that's or voice yeah. actors for, for certain characters. Yeah, yeah and and that's that's, that's a smart thing to do because I mean a lot of people tend to have you know their argue, uh, their argument about some dubs is you know this voice doesn't really fit mm-hmm. and you know I thought that was very smart because usually they just have like who would be the best voice actor? Here's four names, but they but actually the have anonymous is, sound. Yeah, clips. that's the in, that's the interesting part. So nobody can be prejudiced based on somebody's mm-hmm. na- you star can power. For the one that yeah. the but only three have been done. Only for three of the characters, from what I understand. Um, I think it might have been more than three. Yeah, from what there were more can, than that, but they stopped so fast. They stopped. Yeah. On top of that, I, yeah, I know because they're now broken links. I tried to yeah. take a look. Um, is it for all the cast, or did they? Or have I, th- they I think it's probably for like the the more major characters. Major like, characters. I think they, because mm-hmm. I would think that they've decided on the people on the two who will play Kion and Harui, but yeah. the others, mm-hmm. the other three. I, th- I, think, I think they, they, they subject yeah. to this. For Mikuru and Yuki. Mikuru and so that, Yuki. That, and I think that, that would equate to at least being what's, four. What's his name? Who's the other guy? I forgot his name. Oh, Itsuki. Koizumi. I don't know if they did one for him. I can't remember that. Okay. I missed it if they did. Yeah. I, I I I knew of, I, I thought there was at least a third so but yeah. I I would have thought they probably figured they probably decided on Haruhi and um, Kion already so but th- this has been quite unique and then the, and then the MySpace blog supposedly with Kion as, as the writer and those bizarre live action videos yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they but actually had that I think when they so they're announced keep it themselves. for the first time that they yeah. picked it up they're gonna they keep had, themselves like, the, in little the news. bit of the parody of the first episode of Haruhi. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep themselves in the news for a little, for a little bit. Oh, I, I do wonder though, when they're releasing the DVDs, are they going to release it with the episodes in chronological order or in the way it was aired in Japan? Aired in Japan, probably. It's just the way That's I live. Because, because, because if you ever seen the series, you know, like it, it just works. It still flows a lot better to, to the way it aired. I mean, anyone who's seen the series and fan who saw the well, series it makes fans, it makes for it being a little bit more wackier by having it kind of. I think it's more wackier if you actually put it in real chronological order. Oh watching, no. It, 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 by having it out of order, it kind of adds to the way the ma- the heroine is like that she's wacky. Mm-hmm. But but the thing is, like when you when you watched it in aired order, in the air, in aired order, out of chronological order, it, it just for some reason it, they felt right. It still felt right. Oh, it does. I mean, it just as I was saying, it just adds to like the main character being. Jeez, uh, I need to find a better word than wacky, but like uh, just uh, kind of weird, <laughs> eccentric. Ah, eccentric, weird. You know. I have to say, you know, the only thing, and then we'll move on to the other, to other stuff. The only thing I'll say is, I, for, I heard that there's a second season. Uh, that, it's rumored. It's rumored? Constantly no, rumored? No, no confirmation. Let's, let's say it is, and, you know, let's say, let's say it is, and not only do I believe that the, they'll do the episodes out of chronological order, I believe that there will be episodes that would have taken place in the timeline of the first season. Oh, it's true. Like I mean, <laughs> yeah. probably in, in the original season they jumped around between like the seven book, the seven light novels. Um, so I mean, light novel nine has just come out. Yeah, I mean <laughs> they 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 could easily you know go back and because exp- I mean there's certain things that weren't explained in the series. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, should I say anything on air? 
That's a bit of a spoiler. No, yes. I think most people probably watched oh, it, but it we probably should. Like, okay, they, they this, never this really place. explain how you know the cat talks, and they do well, in the light novels. For episode, starters, so. for no, no, starters, no, no, yeah, I haven't but seen I mean, the cat talk yet. It happened in the anime. Yeah, it happens in, in as she said, first episode. episode. And she's like, "That is Ventura." I was, on, I was, I was, I was. I think I was on something when that when I was watching it <laughs> the first time. So, so like, I mean, that's something that's covered in the light novels. that could easily, you know, they could do in a second season to, you know, explain like why you know it suddenly was able to speak. Okay. I'm All right. St- I'm starting to wonder though when it's going to be released. Right, we don't That'll have much. Next we don't, we don't have much time. Death Note. Which one do you want to cover? Death Note or Rosen Maiden? Oh, if, if we had Neil, I'm pretty sure he'd one. want to talk about Rosen Maiden. Yeah. So I think maybe Rosen we'll... Maiden's pretty self-explanatory because yeah, I think most people. Seen, so. I think most people figured that it may have been picked up, but the reason it was probably picked up because of Peach Pit. The the manga came over and Ganyon had um, deers before. So it was probably a good li- likelihood they would get. It was just the fact that they had the first well, season, it, second it's, season it's, it, it is kind of popular amongst the more otaku community in North America. Mm-hmm. It has a good following. Especially, right. you know, four Def- channers. Yep. <laughs> what do you want to say on Death Note? Death Note, though, is interesting because they said, they announced it. They didn't say DVDs or anything. It was all yeah, about they downloads. And then everyone got into this debate about, oh, my God, they're never going to stop the fan subbers. It went back to the fan sub debate because... They like always when there's a license, them. there's always a debate about mm-hmm. fan subbing. But it was because they were doing it as downloads, and it wasn't going to be in English language. It's going to be Japanese subbed. So basically, You mean English compete. subbed Japanese audio, right? Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean. My yeah. brain just kind of <laughs> went by. Who knows? Maybe they do that but too. But it's interesting to because it's mind. the first time that a company has fully regarded non-doing uh, uh, things majorly in a, in a non-DVD, non-physical, like... Package list away. I just personally like, wonder how they're time. gonna how they're gonna do it. Like, is it gonna be something say via iTunes because they have that where they sell? I, I expect them to be a little bit more proprietary. Like no, but I mean, like, what, like there's just yeah, all sorts of questions raised. Like, what kind of format will it be? Like, will it be say something local? Like, will there be like say a YouTube kind of low quality version, or will there be like a high quality version? What what kind of codecs and what like more technical questions personally that I'd be asking, like. What kind of codex and stuff, you know, remains to be seen. I it's think tentative. I just wonder how they're going to handle and, and, and handle the video distribution and the video itself. Say, I'm sorry, James. I think technically it'll be fine, but going back to Mike's point, I think I'll probably that might be a good point. It might turn out like Mizunakaku, where they'll basically take it from the Visa site, and that's maybe where you'll only be able to download it from because they probably. Wow. And the other thing, prices. I wonder how they're going to price it too. Yeah. Probably, probably yeah. it's it's going to like requires internet connection and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, probably competitive with um, what's known on iTunes already. Uh, that's what I was wondering. Episodes. What is iTunes? But then again, what helps iTunes? What helps iTunes is always you know the power, their buying power. I mean, Apple's a big corporation. They can afford to price things you know a little bit low. Whether whether or not music companies like it, that's uh, another low. story altogether. Uh, um, but um, the, this is it's kind of it's kind of noteworthy, and this is this is not to say it's unique. It's been I think for a time Central Park made some of their stuff available on download, but it was from a very obscure website. But this is the first major one I've heard of. I know ADV did their BitTorrent, yeah, of, uh, okay. but that was, that was only for been promos, doing, and they've been doing for... it through IGN as well with some of their more recent releases. But that's like been, has, uh, Air Gear and. Um, mm-hmm. Coyote uh, Ragtime Show. But is that like full episodes or? Yeah, full episodes. Oh, because last time I checked, yeah. I thought ADV was only doing the but promos. But that's more of a promo. It's yeah, not actually the, the saying, here it is. <sighs> Give me your credit card information. Here's the episode, which is yeah. an interesting step. I think people are going to watch this experiment 
And if it works out for them, we may be seeing more of this. It'll be interesting to see how yeah. they go at it. At which point, I have to say, we're going to come back to this somewhere along the line. Probably, like, talk about it in full. Uh, we'll skip Rose and Maiden. Uh, anyway, uh, we, have, and we'll have to, we have to end the segment in, in a second. Back with more. We're going to talk conventions in a couple minutes. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. When we started taping tonight, everybody, all everyone else around the table already had something to eat. Whether it be dinners or desserts or drinks, I, I had to come with nothing. Would you like some? Pass. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, anyway, how, how's the food? Noodles. Delicious. Don't don't burp into the mic or you're paying oh, for it, man. Uh, <laughs> only if this was video, then you know you could see me rubbing my belly. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I thought we have no cameras. Mm. Um, you know, I, I forgot. I forgot to mention. You know, I forgot to mention, or I mentioned this in the emails to preparing tonight this week's show. That um, one thing that came up during the during the during the winter break that was brought to my attention <laughs> was this Harui porn. It's this piece of porn, right? It, somebody made it like it, it's common in the uh, adult adult film industry in Japan. Like if if a manga or any event or whatever has become popular, you know that there'll be a porn that parodies it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It happens. Final to, Fantasy ones. Final, Final Fantasy is plentiful. Or, no, there, 12, uh, there was plenty of that. I I, I know of a Chobits one that exists with some well known well known industry you stars. Chobits. Yeah, one did exist for Chobits. You mean with live action actors? Yeah, uh, with anything? live action. Yeah, it was okay. pornographic. Mm-hmm. And and, it's like and, a and, thing. and and yeah, it's a cosplay thing. And yes, and 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 uh, there was one for based on Dencho Otoko. Oh, man. Lo and behold, <laughs> yes. Was there one for Maison Nikobu? Probably. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's I'm one for almost any collection, though. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's and and it's a shame. It's a shame Niels isn't here because I have his copy of the um of the Harui one. <laughs> oh, are we gonna watch that now? <laughs> Put it in the notes. It's Put like, in the <laughs> destroy half our audience. That, that right will not. There, that will like... not be. That is so not in the notes. <laughs> I bet I you we get a call from the CRTC or some governing no, body the... telling us that <laughs> we're we shut be, down right should now. Should we be inserting like some kind of like you know? We don't condone porn. Yeah, we don't. The opinions expressed in this <laughs> in this program are not those of it are are those of its participants and not necessarily those. Just just want to make sure that we cover our bases, you know. You know, we're, well, it's true, right? Oh, like the disclaimer we stick off. at the beginning. It's not necess- It's only those of the participants and not necessarily the producers. But doesn't that make no sense considering we know who the producer is? Wink, wink. I'm I'm speaking as a participant. <laughs> <laughs> That'll just never fly in the court of law, and we all know it. And then, and then, and then, when I have to defend, then then we'll then I'll put on. No, my what other hat, what happens right? is we get at him, and we this just walk out any- champions. <laughs> so have you have you anyway, actually watched the whole thing? It's it's two hours long. <laughs> that, that's not it my question. Not, I'm, I'm sure not, there was a lot of plot, wasn't there? Bad. Okay, <laughs> it is bad. It is bad. <laughs> It is ugly. It is filthy. <laughs> Are you trying is it, is, to is say it, that subtitle? you watched a hentai no. and you weren't <sighs> expecting certain... You know, I, I was hoping that there might be subtitles, you know, so I could follow the story. <laughs> so, Jeez. You don't want to know you, what you, So, you, Angela, you, are you, you going to be our moral hard. compass on this you, issue? You, you try I don't to, think I'd be good for that. You, uh, you try too hard. I have to say that now. You try too hard, Dean. Anyway, so I'm guessing this wasn't a clean hentai. This w- had probably had, <laughs> how can we say thing? scat and whatnot on it? Oh, Thank man, you. never mind. Why did I even try? Oh, what is this? Sorry, Mike. Oh, everyone. Why don't, why don't now you? we have more food being handed out. Anyway, <laughs> podcast, pa- podcast marches on for Thursday night, 
January 18th, 2007, Nicholas Sinclair, Austin, and Nicholas, Austin, Jordan, and Kolak with you. Jeez, I, geez, I, I went off script again. Sinclair. That's with like you around. Sinclair's with us in spirit. Yeah. Remember that, Mike. So it's or, or, next, or next week. Nicholas, Nicholas, Austin, Jordan, and Kolak with you around the table in anime conversation from our studio in Toronto, available online via thecomicden.com and in front of a live audience of uh, about, about five or six people. Thanks for I think that's a record. That's a record. It's a personal best. It's a personal best. Anyway, the convention. Anyway, let, let's move on quickly. Uh, the convention season is still a few months away, uh, but hell, in the interest of generating buzz in advance, some conventions have decided to start making details known, specifically concerning their guest lists. So let me go on a few here. Yeah, I just talked porn, and I said, "Let me go on a few." <laughs> well, we didn't even notice that. Now you bring it up. You just just Filthy. went went with the. Don't know what you, it mu- is. you must have really liked that that D- video. Don't know what it is. It's filthy. Anyways, anime. You know what? Want us to burn that now? No. <laughs> I, I want. I mean, we, we we can't we can't do this now because you know we have to start this whole segment over. Okay, anyway, okay, let me let me talking go, about let me talk. Let's cons. we're talking about anime cons. Okay, let's go. Anime North, which will happen here in Toronto near the airport, announced that they have a plethora of English voice actors, mainly from California and the Bang Zoom studio there. Names like Wendy Lee, Johnny Young, Bosch, Michelle Ruff are perhaps the most notable out of this group. Not to be outdone is Animazement in Durham, North Carolina. And if you're big on Japanese voices, the list there this year could rival anything Anime Expo would have on a good year. Kikoku Inui. Akira Kamiya and Satsuki Yukino headlined the Japanese guests list this year, along with producers and directors of such series as Ray Earth, City Hunter, and Inuyasha. Now, both of these shows I tend to mention because they will take place on the same weekend, May 25th, 26th, and 27th, or Memorial Day weekend in the States, or here up in Canada, uh, the weekend after Victoria Day. So I guess people will have to pick between the two. I don't know. Like, um, remember last year yeah. we had Anime Boston the same week, and I don't think it, it was Central. Anime North. It was Central. Was it Central? Yeah, I, I think it was, it was Central Anime a couple Boston. years ago, but yeah. But it was either Boston or Central. Oh, yeah, that's right. Boston happened on the same weekend. Personally, Boston. I can't, I think. Personally, I can't say too much on Animazement, but I think that's a great guest list. So I, I mean, think actually some of those Japanese there. guests that's a, were a returning guest, which is actually really good for them. That, no, on their folks, site, if you read it, they say that reason why some of these guests wanted to come back was the smaller atmosphere and mm-hmm. which is interesting so it sounds like there's more interaction. I do wonder I do wonder how Anime North will respond to that since you said they're both on the same weekend. No 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 they'll just continue. I don't think I don't think apples and oranges because they're too far away. When, they're too far away from each other anyway. Mm-hmm. The other thing is Anime North is now the fourth largest mm-hmm. con in North America anime wise yeah, just I mean, anime. It is so, like and it's still surprising that has the small has the intimacy but and, and uh, anime North, you get its lo- you get certainly get the location and the atmosphere of one of the bigger cons in North America. You know, it's it's interesting that it's the fourth largest, but you know, a lot of the companies like Bandai and Funimation and ADV pass it by. It seems the yeah. only one that seems to have any sort of presence lately is Genion. But we gotta remember that it's a fan run convention, and they've had those choices where people can said, "We'll come in, but we're gonna come in with this, that, and the other thing." And they said, "You know what? Well, they seem Our fine with Genion." Our principles were not going to go that way, but Ganyon was last year. I think they're starting to realize how big their gang. They've decided to give a little wiggle room to certain people, but I think that Ganyon thing, it wasn't 
like there wasn't like big things erected in the you middle know, of the deal. I, I, you I, know I, what I mean? I would love to Bad like choice of words. You know, sorry. <laughs> oh, why are you? You're, you're making nothing out of something. Now we're never going to be able to do this. Is I'm serious. Going, is he going back to the Hari Hui porn again? You yes, he is. Me. If you hadn't figured it out now, now we'll just never be able to say one word. I okay. swear, he must have really liked it if he wants to talk about it this much. Continue, please. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Can I say one word without you mentioning certain certain things? I think we need to cut Mike's mic. That's what <laughs> we need to do. Anyway. Okay, okay, okay. What we were saying was... Um, Yes, you have the dealers, but it's not like they had things like at other cons where you have the big Gagnon placards or you have big uh, company placards standing out there, which I think was some of their uh, thing that they didn't want to make it too commercialized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like despite how big it was last year, it didn't really feel like there was a big industry presence. I, I it didn't tru- feel like a big con. Yeah, and I had trouble least. believing it, it, it honestly was feels four on the kind list. of small despite the amount of people that are there. Like, I mean, small, small, and amateur. Per- personally, I would love to see one day, you know, I check out Anime News Network, and you know, lo and behold, Bandai licenses, blah blah blah, at Anime North in Toronto. Yeah. You know, you're yeah, always you're hearing, it, you know at Anime Extreme or Anime Blah 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 in the U.S. that they make licenses, right? It's like, you know, they're kind of uh, ignoring the presence of Canada, which is mm-hmm. a huge country. It's the second largest country in the world. Mass. Mm-hmm. And best country in the world. <laughs> the thing, though, is you got to remember, we're 30 million people. California and number has that four, amount. And, number f- and, 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 and we have to state this, uh, and we're going to you know hammer this point in a little bit for the next little while. The fourth largest attended pure anime con in North America. Which, by any chance, what, what are the but three that are ahead of How many of those came from, say, eastern Canada and Quebec, which don't have anything really... Nonetheless. R- rival. So, so which, which, are the top, which are the other three? Top three would be, and I don't remember the order. Anime uh, Expo, Expo, of course, is first. Otakon, and, uh, and um, the one in Texas, Acon. Oh, yeah, Acon, Texas, because ADV in that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. those are the three. So those are the big th- top three at most attended. And Anime North stands for number four. So that's to their credit. Mm-hmm. To prob- and probably to the country's credit. Just wondering, how, how, what, what, what position would uh, Sienna Anime be? It doesn't count because it's not a pure anime con. Because it's part, of that, it's part of that fan expo with the comics and the sci-fi. So um, non-issue. Apples and oranges. Um, but uh, on the topic of, of preparing for cons, I've heard some, not so f- inter- some interesting stuff already. That th- mm-hmm. uh, some complications already with Anime North. And you, ha- you can let- shed some light on that. Because well, you've been going for the artist alley. Yeah, for one thing, the Doubletree, the the main hotel where everything is at, is entirely sold out. Yeah, and yeah. and, and uh, let me let me what about days? Um, Renaissance since they're um, using that space as well. Mm-hmm. I was wondering. Um, I don't think so. I think Renaissance still space, but Doubletree was sold out within a couple of days. Yeah, you which like the rooms or yes, all the rooms yeah. were sold yeah. out very yeah. fast. And I think this we should have we sort of have to note this because it was mentioned on the website that like registrations had opened up for on the 17th officially, or at mm-hmm. least it was mentioned on the website that registrations opened up on the 17th, and then it was all gone within 12 days at the Doubletree yeah. wow. on the 29th. Mm-hmm. I had heard, um, lot, I, I mean, I've heard a, quite a few complaints concerning that. I've heard that, 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 uh, that registrations were going even further back, like further back from that date, but it only become publicly known you know, on the seventeenth, but you know, mm-hmm. registrations apparently had been going on well before that. Well, they sent out the email that told you the code that you had to enter to get the discount mm-hmm. um, about a week before. I think it was announced on the website. 
I called a couple of days after I got that email and it was already sold out. I think most conventions, when you plan a convention, they always get these deals and things like that. But a lot of them, sometimes you'll have them like a year in advance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things people don't realize that they should be checking every so often because it does happen everyone's booking like years or two years or five years in advance. But when you try to book without the code, it says that there are no rooms available. So if you're on the inside and you can get the code earlier, then that'd be fine. And that's, and that, and that, and that's a, that's, that's a thing. I wonder how many, how many insiders there were. Mm -hmm. Mm. So that, 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 that's a big thing. And, and right now, and uh, a bit, a bit of a bone of contention, especially for con goers from out of town who wanted to come to North. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a non-issue for all of us sitting around the table for Toronto, you know, the center of the universe. But it's a, it's the center of our universe because we live, work, and well, go to school for here. Yourself, you know. I it's know. Kinda, it's but it's the center of our. As I said, it's the center yeah. of my own universe because I live here. Me too. Mm-hmm. Right? It's kind of hard. Like it, you can have family members and things like that. But unfortunately, where it's held, it is near the airport. Yes, and there are hotels there. But transit-wise, it's not like the easiest it's, place to get there. It's a very yeah. long. Yeah. Like yeah, you know the road I mean? is not the the Dixon Road, which is where it's. Like, Anime North will take place on two venues. You have to cross Dixon uh, Dixon Road. And Dixon and is kind Dixon of. Uh, is not, <laughs> Dixon is not. Dixon is like. All I have to say is Malton isn't the greatest tourist place to go in Mississauga. Mm-hmm. And that's this yeah. is not. And we're on the Missis- We're straddling the Mississauga border here. So, it, it, the thing is, the road is big. It's not. It's in terms of public transit. There is. It's somewhat not good. slow. It's not great. It's because it's better off mixed. Maybe I think, as we said, Mississauga, Toronto. So it's kind of really. Mm-hmm. It's actually just that that bus on Dixon is just slow. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. not Dixon though. No. Yeah, I mean, I, can see. I just walked. How is yeah. and how's the uh, how's the um, artist alley uh, registration going? Because I've heard there's miscommunications already. It hasn't opened yet, but they did. And like last year, where you just had to be on the forum, and it's like first come, first serve for information. Mm-hmm. Um, they've posted something on the website that says what you need to do. Like you need to pre-register, keep checking back. We're not going to give anyone special treatment. So I think they're really trying to clear up their act from last year, where there was a lot of miscommunication, a lot of people who missed out just because they didn't know. So I, hopefully it'll go a lot better this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, not to say, and I, 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 I tend to think there's already been like in terms of the hotel, there was a degree of miscommunication. It's kind of like a hard thing because you want to keep the spirit of what the original intention of the con is, and you gotta respect them for that. But I think the big thing is that we all know it's grown so big that mm-hmm. it's so hard to do, and it's so hard. Yeah, it's like, hard. It is hard to, to manage. It's hard to manage everything. Like you have to wear so many hats. So we got to give them the respect they deserve because mm-hmm. they made it happen when you have only so many people and all these are volunteers. They're giving their yeah. time. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not like they're, this is their job. Like some people have jobs for this. These are people given their volunteer work and it's incredible. And it's mm-hmm. incredibly stressful having, uh, yeah, they've having cre- created done, a monster. organized these type of things in the past. Yeah, it's just terrible when you do something for free and people give you crap for mm-hmm. it and it's like, well, I'm not getting you're, paid. You're, Get what you, you pay for. I, I agree. I agree fully, and I'm saying that from experience. Um, you know, I, I I do rag on them sometimes, and you know, I, I will and I do I have personally you know made my own criticisms of Anime North, but I give them credit a lot of credit too. And, and I mean, I've been skeptical at times of the of the show, especially in its early years. But as of late, I've actually I've actually enjoyed coming out uh, do coming out to that show. So um, you know, as I said, I have to give them a little prop some props as of uh, as of late. They they hung on it. Yeah, I guess it, like it takes time, and we all know that. But I think the other thing is that you have all the people coming together, discussing the things they like, and you get really interesting discussions with all the people you meet, whether it's in the panels or whether it's in the actual Congress Center or the actual hotels. 
Yeah. The only thing is that we know that the hotels now know who we are, and they're clamping down a lot more since mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. There were, after some incidences at anime-related conventions in the past in the area. Mm-hmm. No, like, I, I can understand that, but it's just Or so sci-fi, crazy. or just conventions in general. Yeah. Really. Anyway, uh, so, anyway, we slam, I, we slam them one minute, and then we kiss up to them next. And Are I they have, really going to make us the official <laughs> podcast yeah, now? That uh, we totally destroyed our actually, credibility we mention, right now. Yeah, we were, actually, since we were ragging on them so badly, you know, we're lampooning them. But as I said, it's a, it's actually a really fun show. So if you if you're in in Toronto, you know, come on up and see that. If you if you if if there's one if one comes up to your into your area, yeah, why not? Take some time and take some time and invest a couple bucks and go check it out. Anyway, so tonight, on that note, tonight we would like to start a campaign. Um, since we started this show last March, one thing we would have liked to do when we felt comfortable with doing it was to tape a few episodes at a convention. Tonight, we would like to say we're comfortable and would like to do a convention this year. Since the show is taped in Toronto, um, yeah, we mentioned that enough times. Since the show is taped in <laughs> Toronto, what better? You no, know, now everyone in Canada will hate us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we just said Toronto, and we're not even from Toronto. I know we, we live west of it. Anyway, <laughs> maybe maybe but you should like just refer to it as Etobicoke. Yeah, <laughs> we're North York. Anyway, since the show is since the show is taped where it is, uh, what better place than to do it than at home, uh, at Anime North? A few weeks ago, we uh, contacted the convention in hopes of getting a chance at doing this. Tonight, we would like to make it publicly known to our listeners that this very show. The Anime Roundtable podcast is starting a campaign to become the official podcast of Anime North. Trumpet, please. Thank you. Woo! Okay. Woo! Or at the ver- or at the very least, have a chance to tape a few episodes during the evenings of the con this May. To that end, we have decided to start a thread on the Anime North forums looking for support. It'll be in the live events section under the heading Roundtable Podcast hoping to tape at AN. If you think it would be a, it would be cool for us to do the show there, please show us your support on the form, or send an email to us at roundtable at thecomicden.com, or the Anime North Programming Department at programming at animenorth.com. We certainly hope for, for the chance to do a show or two there and perhaps give away some prizes, and we'll hopefully be able to keep everyone informed. Yeah, so so um, with that, yeah. So with that, as I said, uh, look for us in the forums uh, probably sometime this weekend. Uh, anyone want to say something? Anyone so want- since we're trying to become the official podcast of the Anime North, does that mean we're going to be changing the name of the last segment of the show to be more friendly? <laughs> well, we basically are all going to go to counseling and make sure that we don't misconstrue certain words like we did this episode. Yeah, no talking about That was part of the agreement, I And, you know, no talking about Haruhi porn. Yeah, this, 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 show, this, show, this show has been stellar already. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Just, it was just worth listening to Mike talk about porn. <laughs> Don't worry, like, probably when we get there, we'll talk about how we know and how great it is. Mm-hmm. But we hope, to, but seriously, we do hope to be able to do this maybe as part of the late night programming there uh, on, the terrace, on the terrace, in the con suite on the terrace. I, I personally totally support that. I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so check out the form or send us send an email out. Okay, um, they've been contacted, so they're well aware of our intentions at this point. And as I said, we'll keep everyone informed. So um, that's it. We'll take the break. Back in a couple seconds with final insults. Next, you're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com.
Just before we start Final Insults, let me give out those emails again for our Anime North campaign. If you would like us to do a show there, contact Eileen McAvoy, the lead programmer at, anime, at programming at AnimeNorth.com. This isn't uh, private knowledge. It's, it's plain on the website, by the way. So Eileen McAvoy. Conversely, we will hopefully have a thread in the live event section uh, of the anim Anime North forum in a few days. One, one thing I certainly would like to get soon for this podcast is a blog. So stay tuned for that in the near future. But right now, time to end off our first R-rated episode of 2007 with a round of final <laughs> insults. <laughs> I found the final I'm insults. Gonna, I'm going to let Angela go second last before I do. So uh, you oh, two man, boys want to fight gonna it out? Like, oh, no, no, no. We're going to have to fight it out, you know. Are you going to insult <laughs> Mike or am I going to insult Mike about the hurry porn? Oh, I, th I think I've got it already covered oh, with for the For God's sakes. <laughs> Well, you let it out of the bag, so to speak. Okay, somebody go first, because we only <laughs> okay, have so okay, much time. Okay, okay, I won't. Actually, I was going to mention, but it's not an insult. Probably we are going to change it. We should, like, think of a name now. But anyway, seriously, um, on Spike TV, Afro Samurai, I've been watching a bit so about that. Is. And it, I must admit, there's no story to speak of, but hell, the animation and the action are top-notch. And don't That's forget, all I can don't, say. Don't forget Samuel L. Jackson. But he only has like maybe one or two words an episode. They're paying him like shitloads of money just for being there. I just, yeah, just, like, they, just like David Speak. Beckham will only have one kick a game when he comes to L.A. So. No, that was the crazy one as well this week. But the galaxy and yeah, all that. We'll talk about million. that. That's another subject altogether. Ah. Anyway. Go uh, ahead. Uh, yeah, now, now you have to come up with something original. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Well, I really don't have much of a final insult aside from, please, Mike, give me a copy of that. <laughs> so how low are you willing to go? That's my question. Uh, however low it has to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, too, I'm too lazy to download it. Um, wow. That's really Actually, nice. I really don't have much of any final insults aside from uh, I've been listening to the Blue Dragon, or I think that's the title, the Xbox 360 game mm -hmm. by uh, Mistwalker, I believe is the company. The guy's... Uh, Akira Toriyama and the original creator of uh, Final Fantasy Hironobu Sakaguchi and I'm listening to the soundtrack and I'm like every few songs I'm like hmm where have I heard this from and I swear there is parts of each song that are like straight cut out from Final Fantasy uh, songs from from the past like there's one called The Earth Something Is Coming and it's just straight out of Final Fantasy 6 mm -hmm. I, guess, I, I guess I'm a Final Fantasy geek like that. The point, yeah, because because there's a point. Yeah, the point is that it's, it's just, the same it, composer. I know it's the same composer, but it's like it seems that like he's really lazy these days, and he doesn't want to you know come up with something completely original. He has to use his old stuff. Well, the, the thing is, the thing is, in defense, um, this is like as I said, this is Xbox's chance to try and break into the Japanese market with this game. So why not go with formulas that are tried and true? True, true. So. I'm actually surprised that we haven't even discussed any of the Winter 2007 uh, shows. There's quite a plethora. Oh, of we new we have plenty of time, plenty of episodes to do that yeah, this yeah. term. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm tempted to make my one comment that I always make, but I'm not sure whether you'll allow me. Watch canon. Watch canon. Watch canon. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 watch canon. Watch canon. 2006. Thank you. It's 2007. Too bad. Yeah, but it's not called 2007. Okay, next. <laughs> okay, next. So go ahead. Unlike Mike, I don't need to go to any maid cafes because I'm going to Japan. Reading weeks. <laughs> so I, I didn't can go realize. to any maid or butler cafes I want in Akihabara. There's butler so cafes? You should just watch yourself in those things because you're on the mean streets of Akihabara, so mm -hmm. to speak. Yeah. Maybe I should give you um, the documentary I'm getting later on. Maybe. It's about Akihabara. 
That'd be an intriguing thing to study. You know no, no, I mean? not yeah. study, just... In, just. Well, I'm going to Japan to study. It's like a one-week exchange with my Japanese class. We're going to Meiji University, which is right in the heart of Tokyo. And so we'll be doing like lectures in Japanese during the day and then going out and sightseeing and stuff. And so I will be right around in all of the very geeky parts of Japan. So hopefully when I get back, I can tell you all about it. And yeah, don't, and don't forget to February. bring us some, like February, some, uh, right? yeah. some DVDs or something. Yeah, I might be able to smuggle some DVDs back. <laughs> Make sure um, there's nothing incriminating. Or maybe some octopus balls. Maybe. Yeah, they'll, they'll be bad by <laughs> then. <laughs> anyway, ho- hope, hope it's a good trip. So tell us about it when you get back. Okay? Yeah, I will. Make okay. sure to take lots of pictures, too. I will. Okay. Hmm. I guess it's my turn. Um, I have an obituary this week. Condolences to the family of culinary inventor and businessman Momofuku Ando, who died on January 5th. You may not know Mr. Ando, but you likely know his most famous creations. In 1958, he perfected a flash-frying method to preserve pre-cooked noodles which can be reconstituted in boiling water. With his discovery, he built an empire around it under the name Nissan Foods, and in 1971 came out with perhaps his most famous product, the cup noodle. The father of instant ramen died of, surprise surprise, heart failure at the age of 96, and was said to have been a regular eater of his own creations right until his death. If the story of Nissan... uh, well, the story of Neeson is actually depicted in, in Volume 2 of Project X Challengers, currently published in North America by, the, by Digital Manga Publishing. He leaves behind his wife, Masako, two sons, a daughter, and Neeson Foods itself, which is now run by Koki Ando, one of his sons. He also leaves behind a legion of grateful and hungry students. Anyway, that's it for this week. Uh, but for sure, we'll do it again next week. So join us then. Good night and good luck.